playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino what's going on how y'all been jesus i felt like i've been out for a whole month um this is actually my second time re-recording this episode um uh, that's the reason why i didn't upload last week some technical difficulties with the audio for some reason it got distorted and corrupted i don't know probably some white supremacist hacked into my system i don't fucking know but i'm actually at bodega studios this time you know what i'm saying i'm actually at bodega studio this time you know bagging up frozen goya beans and shit you know what i'm saying like i'm right i'm right in front of the the mexican dude you know putting them joints inside bags so <laughs> um what's up my people how how, how was your week my week has been insane crazy um i actually finished doing an interview with someone you guys are gonna actually see next week you guys are actually gonna see that episode next week so stay tuned um i did a live actually um yesterday night so this is how fresh you guys are getting it you know what i'm saying so i did it yesterday night um i did an interview and actually today I'm actually on my way today to actually do another interview, a collab. So stay tuned. You know, your boy's out here working. You know what I'm saying? Your boy's out here, you know, doing this thing. But um, I did a, yeah, I did an interview with somebody that you guys are going to, uh, you know, you guys are going to see next week. But it was on, in my Instagram live, you know, and we just chopped it up. I recorded the whole thing. The whole thing went out, went out without a hitch. You know what I'm saying? So the shit was dope, you know what I'm saying? The shit was dope. But um, yeah, um, you know, I'm just out here, you know, working, doing my thing, doing my thing, doing my thing. I got a lot more new subscribers. I got a lot more new listeners. First of all, I want to give all of y'all, yes, all of y'all, a round of applause because the podcast just hit yes the podcast just hit a thousand downloads oh my fucking god holy shit a thousand downloads my goodness i never thought i was actually going to make it to the point where people are gonna actually start listening to my stupid ass you know what i'm saying i just talked to myself shit oh people hitting me up Look, a thousand downloads. I never thought I was actually gonna have people really interested in what I had to say. You know what I'm saying? I never really thought I'm just an idiot talking in a mic for a goddamn hour to myself anyway. And I'm like, who the hell is gonna listen for a whole year now? I've been doing this, and guess what? I just hit a thousand downloads. So here's to you guys again. Yes, round of applause to y'all. Here's to you guys for a thousand downloads and for a thousand more. Shout out to ya. Also, also, don't get too excited, people. Also, on my YouTube, I wasn't really promoting this, but I was kinda. On my YouTube channel, okay? Because this gets uploaded to my YouTube channel. On my YouTube channel, only for the YouTube channel. I don't really care about my Instagram and Twitter. That'd be later, you know what I'm saying? But I want to give back to the people. I want to give back to my subscribers, my day ones, the people who actually listen to me. For my YouTube channel, all right? If I hit 500 subs, yes, 500. Right now, I think I'm at 490-something, 490-something. Like, I only need, what, like eight, nine or eight more? If I hit 500 subs on my YouTube channel, I'm going to pick somebody at random to get free YouTube music, all right? Free for three months. I'm going to give you guys a code. I'm going to send it to y'all, whoever wins. 
You know what I'm saying? We'll get free YouTube music. And I'm gonna keep on doing these little promotions, you know, just to give back to the people. I'm I'm thinking maybe what next month or whatever the case is. I'm a I'm a just I don't know on my Instagram or something. I'm gonna give uh, what fifty dollars of iTunes downloads or something. You know, I'm gonna just I'm thinking. But right now I got three months a code for three months of YouTube music. So that's gonna be for y'all. If I hit five hundred subs. On my YouTube, I will randomly pick someone, all right? All right? I don't want to hear no shit about, oh, man, you did, because I'm going to announce the winners on my Instagram and my Twitter. So if you don't follow me there, follow me at Radical underscore Latino underscore. You heard? So anyway, let's get into it. I want to start this off with some Apple news. For those who don't know, um, at Apple got you know they hosted a keynote event and you guys are probably wondering what the fuck apple news why the hell are we gonna be worried about that listen i'm attacking my, my my goddamn self all right so go fuck yourself i want to start off with apple news in my goddamn show anyways <laughs> anyways let's start off with apple news real quick um apple you know did their whole keynote they unveiled ios 13 you know the shit is crazy um, the, the new line of Macs, the whole iMac Pro shit, that shit is retarded. You know what I'm saying? That shit, that shit is retarded. It's like, it's too rich for my blood. $57,000, the maxed out version? Nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But, the good, two things that I want to talk about. One, is the iPad, iPads now have their own iOS, which is goddamn fucking amazing you feel what i'm saying it's fucking amazing why because ipads were always basically a big doubt version of an iphone that's basically what it was all the goddamn time it's just a stressed out iphone you know and nothing really special you know they introduced the pen okay you could draw with certain apps but it wasn't something appealing like the surface you know the Surface uh, is a Microsoft product. It turns into a tablet to a computer. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Apple has some answering to do. And, you know, I see that for some of their sales of iPads, if you actually look at it, that they were going down. So now iPad has their own OS. And this is fucking amazing. The reason why is because finally the iPad is being treated as a separate product. And the OS itself is being treated as a second OS. It's actually gonna start making it their own, you know, small little uh, project. Because now the iPad is actually considered somewhat of a second screen or second device to your computer. Something that we've been talking about and in the community, in the tech community, been talking about like a portable computer you know what i'm saying like yes apple did their thing introducing the ipad but it wasn't really something that to me especially something too impressive you know what i'm saying it's just a big ass stretched out you know phone you know what i'm saying if, if anything i could even say it was a big stretched out ipad ipod <laughs> ipod you know what i'm saying so shit wasn't really that appealing until you know this keynote and now it, it's able to do a lot more things, you know, multitasking. All right, cool. This is where the kicker goes in. You actually get, get now to insert a USB into it and it actually gets to read it this time. God damn, about time. Third party apps used to do that. Or sometimes you even have to go through a workaround for that to even happen. You know what I'm saying? But now this time, okay. Now a USB could be read directly, goes into your files, you know, you actually get to maneuver certain things. And now, and now, it's able to actually handle the multitasking features with your computer. Yes, you guys heard it right. You could make that as a second screen wirelessly, or I think connected, I don't know, but, but what they show it was wireless, wirelessly. So you know how certain people just got have one or two screens and they gotta get another monitor nah just you got your own ipad right there 
that's the second screen and they're gonna start making apps that's on the computer also running on the iPad which means they don't have to change all the source code on it the same application that they have for the computer will be available for the iPad so that's fucking insane that's amazing about time because the iPad had a crazy super processor. It had the processor, I believe, of the iPhone um, 10, I believe. And mind you, the processor for the iPhone 10 is super maxed out, you know? And even the processor of the iPad Pro was considered something that is super maxed out to a regular MacBook Pro. So just imagine about time now the iPad is set free and is able to do its own thing. And now I'm thinking about the crazy possibilities that this iPad will have. And the second thing that I really want to talk about, about this keynote, which was very, very, very interesting, is Find My. For those who don't know, Find My is basically the same application bug upgraded as Find My iPhone. If you lost your iPhone or any Apple product and it's connected to the internet, connected to a device that's connected to the internet, you'll be able to find it and geolocate it and stuff like that. But there was a lot of workarounds. You know, thieves will either turn off the phone, take the SIM card out and all this other shit. But now, now, that won't be an issue whatsoever. Because what Apple said and what they revealed was that even when the phone or the product is turned off and my, my find my whatever find my is turned on it will constantly throw out a pulse a little weak not that battery draining Bluetooth pulse that will connect to a nearby Apple product that's running the same OS to connect to it and then to give you the geolocation for it. So just imagine somebody steals your phone without you knowing and then you go to, I don't know, your iPad or whatever the case is and say, go to find my, put your password in just because you wanna see where's where's it at, you know what I'm saying? And the thief, it's, a, it's in, let's say Times Square, half of the whole fucking world has an iPhone you know what I'm saying? And, and the phone is turned off. So that will be pulsating while it's turned off. It will be pulsating, admitting a small Bluetooth frequency that will be connecting to other iPhones nearby, communicating with it, saying, hey, listen, I'm lost. And you'll be able to find it, even if it's turned off, which is amazing. It's insane, but also, I find it type scary because as we all know, all these companies are not, you know, uh, so secure. All these companies also like to dabble with law enforcement, even though Apple stands by their promise of privacy and they stand by their promise of keeping the user's information safe. There's been also a lot of reports coming out saying that that's not true. Apple does, you know, either not sell your information, but there's also ways for your information to get out there, even with an Apple product. And Apple's been known to work with law enforcement in certain occasions. You guys just got to look this up. You know what I'm saying? So that's amazing, but at the same time, kind of scary. You feel what I'm saying? That's just kind of scary. So I don't know what you guys think. Let me know in the comments down below. You feel what I'm saying? Also, another thing I want to actually bring up to you guys' attention. Heather McDonald. I don't know if you guys know who she is. She's some older white lady. She looks like the Grim Reaper. You know what I'm saying? Um, you guys seen that, uh, seen that old, old show. I'm probably dating myself, but that old show where... It's like, you know, um, The Crypt Keeper. There you go. Tales of the Crypt. You guys seen that show? That, that, that's what this bitch looks like. But anyway, so Heather McDonald, she talked about white privilege and how it's false and how it doesn't exist or whatever the case is. And I'm going to let you guys listen to a snippet of what she said. 
We're supposed to believe that whites are the source of all evil in society and that discrimination against whites is compatible with the constitutional ban on all discrimination. Unfortunately, the Supreme Court has basically embraced that in, in allowing racial discrimination in college admissions in the name of diversity. What's going on that's slightly different in New York City right now is the diversity rationale for racial discrimination, which now seems almost quaint in its uh, white bread nature, is being replaced by something far more vicious and, and far more hating, which is the idea of toxic white culture. So that's exactly what you guys heard, toxic white culture. And white people are being discriminated. It's funny, it's hilarious to me that you have white people out here not seeing the constant abuse of other people, not seeing the constant discrimination of other people, but they definitely sure see it when it comes to them. You know what I'm saying? It, they definitely should. So whenever we get discriminated against, we need to shut the fuck up, not say anything, be quiet and just take our punches. You know what I'm saying? Just take our punches. I'm gonna tell you guys a story. Um, actually, you guys are gonna keep on hearing a lot about my old job at the internet company, but here you go. So, as you know, my internet company that I used to work for is um, located in downtown Manhattan, actually in the Chelsea area, you know? Huge gay area, you know what I'm saying? And I saw one time a security guard let a white person know hey we cannot accommodate you because of this and this and this or whatever the case was right i actually completely forgot but the whole point is he wasn't able to do what he wanted to do you know that's the whole point this white dude went all in and out i'm gonna talk to your manager this and this and all this other stuff and guess what that security guard got in trouble for that and this is when i automatically saw i'm like white people will fucking tear up a built they will burn shit down whenever they feel discriminated against you know what i'm saying whenever they feel parts of non-justice is happening they will break shit down everything everybody will die around them you feel what i'm saying and if you guys haven't noticed go research some of these mass shootings some of these school shootings for the most part is these white kids and white people who either got bullied who either were told not to be able to have something or give something or take something so whenever they feel like they're being impoverished targeted discriminated against oh nah they take their life into their own hands and they're like well fuck you bro everybody's gonna die you know what i'm saying and it's true I, it was this one case of this fucking white uh white captain it was this white dude who was a pilot and because his girlfriend broke up with him or was cheating on him or something like that this motherfucker couldn't take it this motherfucker couldn't take it so what he ended up doing was crashing into a mountain so not only killing himself but he killed like i believe a hundred something people you know what i'm saying in the in the plane so that goes to show that goes to show whenever white people feel this everybody needs to stop everything needs to stop focus on me but when we get the shirt well you don't know if that's what he meant you don't know if that's what it was or why everything needs to be about race you feel what i'm saying why does everything need to be about race? no you weren't discriminated against to get that job it's because you didn't qualify i actually have five degrees and now i'm actually you know i got my doctorate oh no, see what happened is you're overqualified. How, what about double standard, right? Overqualified. You know what I'm saying? No, you didn't get that apartment is because 
You don't have good enough credit. I just hit 700 on all my three, you know, all my three credit scores. I hit 700. I'm all good. I'm actually one of them. I'm 710. Oh no. See what happened is you probably don't make as much. You know what I'm saying? And they will just keep on finding excuses. But when white people get discriminated against, oh, everybody needs to stop and listen. We gotta make this right. So her point is that white people are being discriminated against here. Please point to where you getting discriminated against. And the only thing that they could point to is equal rights. Crazy. How, how crazy is that? How crazy is that? So the fact, the fact that we're able to play in an equal playing field, the fact that you're being forced by the government to actually hire other people that's non-white who are overqualified, right? Qualified or overqualified is part of discrimination. Oh, look at that shit. Okay. Because in this country, there wasn't a history of not hiring non-white people, right? There, there, there wasn't nothing like that, right? It wasn't nothing like, no, we're not hiring blacks whatsoever. And then them creating a whole, um, messed up economic system to the point where they say, oh, this is a black community it's ghetto, but yet they don't see the effects that they did to that community. You feel what I'm saying? So that's what her thing is. Equal playing field, equal playing field is fucking up for white people. Go to any corporate setting. The majority of people are white. Go to any business. The majority of people who run that shit is white. The majority of people who run that shit is white. The only people that's non-white in these corporate settings are people in service positions, security guards, mailman, the janitor, the guy who works in the garage, all these people who work behind the scenes, all these people who work, who are not seen in the, in basically the front stage are non-white people, all of them, all of them, I shit you not all of them. And you do have these one or two or few non-white people who actually work in the front stage. But mind you, they had to work extremely hard, extremely hard to even get to that level. And, and, fr and trust me, they had to do a lot. You feel what I'm saying? They had to do a lot to get to that level. You know what I'm saying? To the point where they have to change their whole mannerisms. They have to change their whole cadence and how they talk and stuff. You know, you feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? So that's why that's how you get the term talking white. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But this, you know, this jar of mayonnaise continues with some crazy shit. Just, just, just keep on listening. The public has to stand up and fight against this myth of bias and say that there are behavioral differences that explain outcomes. If, if white privilege explained everything, please tell me how seven out, out of eight of the recent National Spelling Bee champions were Indian Americans. If, if, if skin color was the uh, scourge of people of color, they would not be able to succeed. In fact, why did they succeed, Tucker? Because they studied their butts off, and that's what inner city kids have to start doing oh shit look at this bitch oh shit y'all black asses need to shut the fuck up there's no white supremacy y'all black asses just need to study more when in fact white kids here in america even in the most privileges of school pri privileges that word pri privilege privileges <laughs> look at me <laughs> you can tell from the bronx privileges is well thank you public school no but the the kids from the white kids from the most prestige ah prestigious can't even spell that shit prestigious schools out here in the country get academically demolished by african kids who come in to america 
and actually have to pass those tests. And mind you, mind you, we're taught, we're taught and we're told that these are shithole countries. We're taught and we're told that these people are ignorant, they're savages, they're natives, they don't know nothing, they come from impoverished areas. They actually for dinner, they all all they eat is mud pies. You know what I'm saying? All they eat is dirt. They'll be lucky enough to even have a hot plate. Mind you, this is what we're being taught, and this is what we're being told. But yet they come out here and outperform white kids by the thousands. By the thousands. And this is not a coincidence whatsoever. Them kids, they study their butts off. They study their asses off. But this is not a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? This is not a coincidence of what she's saying. And why is she saying this? You know why? Because the social construct of everything right now, it's white supremacy. That's what it is. White supremacy has never been in the forefront so much until right now. Maybe it has been back in the 70s, back in the 80s. I didn't live that long, okay? I'm not that old, but I'm not that young, okay? But white supremacy has not gotten his face. And right now, Donald Trump is the face of white supremacy. That MAGA hat is the new, um, uh, is the new uh, a hood for the KKK. Suits is the new robes for the KKK. That Trump flag is the new cross for the KKK. So this is something we have to be really weary about. And look what she's saying. I call out for us to fight. Fight? Uh, do you not remember Charlottesville? Fight? Do you not remember Dylan Roof? Fight? Do you not remember that supermarket shooting? So what are you talking about? White supremacists are fighting. But what she wants is to us for to fight way more. That's what she wants. She wants us to fight way more. And she just wants us to basically, shit you not, to basically just throw away everything that we're being taught and actually go into the defense of some shit that she says does not exist. White privilege does not exist. I'm going to give you guys a little fact. It's a little factoid, all right? I've been saying this for a million, from day one of this podcast, all right? A study of high, white high school dropouts. That means white kids that said, fuck school. I don't want to go. I, I'm too busy, I don't know, smoking meth. You know what I'm saying? I'm too busy setting shit on fire and playing with my uncle's gun. You know what I'm saying? High school dropouts, white high school dropouts, earn more, say that again, white high school dropouts earn more than black college graduates. So these are black college graduates who study their butts off. What she's saying who study their butts off and earn less than them white dumbasses who drop out. That's not white privilege according to her. That's just, you know, a coincidence. No, that's white supremacy. White privilege is white supremacy. That's white supremacy at play. So, and I'm gonna, and I wanna, you know, tackle that little thing Oh, people of color who won the spelling bee. Blah, 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 blah. All right, yeah, they won. Okay. Um, this is another way of her saying how come there's a lot of black ha athletes in the NBA. You feel what I'm saying? Shut the fuck up. You feel what I'm saying? That may, you're you're making no sense. Obviously, white kids winning that spelling bee got their ass handed to them, and they, you know. They didn't perform what they needed to perform. And this happens all the time. This happens all the time. 
And don't, remember, Indians don't consider themselves black, but whatever, that's not the case here and there. But this, this, this happens all the time. Non-white people outperform athletically. They outperform them. Academically, they outperform them. Outperform white people in everything. I shit you not. They outperform them in everything. The only thing that white people got down packed in this country has been recorded throughout history. It's killing, raping, lying, and stealing. I, I shit you got I shit you not. I shit you not. It takes years for white blue blue collar and remember the whole world changes when the white person steals is blue collar crime when one of us steal is called grand larceny <laughs> you feel what i'm saying so that's the only thing that they perfected have you guys ever seen the movie avatar you know the blue people i think that came out in what 2008 2008 10 or something like that anyway it's a it's all white people going into uh, second earth and encountering natives the blue people you know and they said it themselves they are physically superior their bones are made out of carbon fiber blah 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 they're hard to kill but guess what they were perfected in destroying the environment killing them by the hundreds that's what they were that's what they were perfected in. And the natives were perfecting in actually being in touch with the earth. Being in touch with nature. Everything breathes. Everything is connected. Everything that we see, even including us, this is what is in the movie. It's connected. So nothing gets wasted and even death is honored. Death is honored. Yes, you have to die. You have to kill to survive. But death is honored. To the point where there was a part of the movie where the the, the, the white guy who's, you know, who's an avatar, you know, he got, I think, was it some hyena-looking creatures or whatever. And the Zoe Zaldana character, you know, she was actually, what, what Naiti? I don't know. She killed, you know, she, she helped them out and she had to kill one of them and she got mad and he was like, oh, thank you. He was like, these creatures didn't have to die. You made me do that. These creatures did not have to die. That's very powerful. That's extremely powerful. You know why? Because that's what black and Latin people always thought that, you know, our ancestors in Africa, South America, Central America. That's what we, you know, civilization. We were all interconnected. We were one with nature. We were one with nature. And these savages in the movie, they were called sky people. In real life, they were called the pale people. They don't believe that that savagery, they embrace that shit. You know what I'm saying? So just think about these little things that these, you know, white people say, you know what I'm saying? All right, moving on. Yo, OJ got a Twitter. If you guys don't know, OJ got a Twitter and I found out because the shit was trending. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna just speak briefly on that. Shout out to OJ. You know what I'm saying? He loves to play up the fact that people still think he's a goddamn murderer. And he got away with murdering them two people. I honestly don't think he did. To be completely honest, I might be stupid. I might be dumb. I might not know all the facts, but certain parts of the case does not add up and does not make sense. You know what I'm saying? But he has a Twitter. I actually added him on Twitter. Believe it or not, I added him. If he asked me, first of all, it'd be a fucking scary ass sight to wake up and he fought, he was like on Twitter says, OJ is not following you. That'd be a little, okay, ah, 
you know? But <laughs> but I followed him on Twitter. And you know, he he himself, you know, loves to play the, the, the fact that he's still being looked at as a murderer or whatever, but you know, whatever, shout out to him. No, I don't think he actually killed them people due to the fact that the main detective on that case turned out to be the craziest white supremacist. He was proven to actually falsify evidence on cases to the point where they had to go back to multiple cases that he was a part of and acquit most of the people that were locked up because of him. Um, on top of that, a lot of people from the Mezzaluna restaurant that Nicole Simpson came from died in a similar fashion. OJ never had, you guys could all Google this, OJ never had defense wounds on him besides a small cut on his finger that he got in Chicago. And uh, was it Goldman, with the, the kid, Goldman? He had a bunch of defense wounds on him. He was fighting for his fucking life. And guess what? Hey, that's never brought up, right? Um, all Nicole's friends were all sluts and drug addicts. They never that's the reason why they never brought them up on the stands. Um what what else? What what else? Um one of the guys was it Michael Keane or something like that? He died the similar fashion how they died. The Mezzaluna restaurant that she came from was a known mob and drug spot. There was rumors that she owed money. On top of that, OJ for many years, he's been trying to get the phone records of Nicole Simpson. And he claims, and Nicole's own mother claims that she spoke to Nicole at the time that she supposedly been getting killed and at that same time oj was in the air going to chicago so he was trying to get those phone records and guess what a judge sealed those phone records coincidence no i don't think so you know what i'm saying we're supposed to make black folks and non-white people guilty no matter what because being non-white is already a automatic guilt. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think OJ did. It. On top of that, most of the blood that they, that Mark Furman, the racist dude, the racist cop that be framing uh, black folks, Mark Furman, all the blood that he found had ADT in it. So, come on, that whole shit was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That whole shit was a whole mess. So, no, I don't. I don't believe OJ did anything. Feel what I'm saying? I don't believe OJ did anything. Alright, to the main topic. Should Latin people be considered their own race? To be honest, I think we should. We definitely should. Um, the reason is because first, first of all, just want to get this out the way. Latin people are a very unique set of people. Alright? We are a very unique set of people. We're the only set of people that our identity has been flip-flopped around. Meaning, we're black one time, we're white another time, we're indigenous another time. We're the only people that we are considered white one day when it benefits white supremacy and we're considered non-white another day. You feel what I'm saying? We're the only set of people. We're the only set of people who in history class, our history is stripped away. I'm not talking about black folks. I'm talking about Latin people. Our history is not even talked about at all. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the to the black experience whatsoever. But black folks, I you know at least you know mentioned on Malcolm X and all this other stuff. Yeah, still disrespectful to them. You know, they're not really taught. taught they're major major accomplishes 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 <laughs> um those achievements that they made but latin people are not even mentioned at all at all to the point where i remember when i was a kid asking 
my teacher, hey, what do lab people do? You talk about white. Most of all my books are about white folks. You know, all right, some black people, all right, you know. What about Latin folks? She told me flat out, y'all didn't do shit. So that's what I grew up thinking. We didn't do shit. You know what I'm saying? So the only people who our history stripped away, our identity is flip-flopped around to the point where we're all confused walking around here thinking that we're white when we're not. And the only set of people who are basically undermined to the extreme point of just being seen as an other, as aliens, you know? When you hear the word immigration, the first thing you think about is a Latin person. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to use the word Hispanic because that's a false term. I don't like to use the term Spanish because that's a false term, you know, Spanish. Yeah, it, a lot of people use, especially in New York, a lot of people use the word Spanish because we speak Spanish, but that's not what they mean, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, you know? I like to use the word Latin because we're from Latin America, right? Now, should Latin people be their own race? Yes, I believe so. I truly believe so. We have unique differences unique circumstances and we get treated you know the same way under white supremacy so yes we should because all this confusion will stop all this confusion of latin people being dark as shit being classified as white now a lot of people will say what classifies a latin person it's not that hard to tell best belief it's not that hard to tell Yes, there are going to be some rare cases that some will be more Africanized than others and some will be more Anglo than others. Yeah, they're very rare cases. For the most part, it's not that hard to tell who is a Latin person. It's not that hard to tell. It's extremely easy. If y'all don't know, look at their hair and look at the booty. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, like, it's not that hard to tell. You know, I could spot a Latin person from a mile away. You know what I'm saying? It's not that hard to tell. Now, there's gonna be, there's some people that will say is, well, there's Afro-Latinos and white Latinos. That's, again, going to confusion because we don't say that for Asians. There's white Asians and there's black Asians. But guess what? They're considered just Asian. That's it. You feel what I'm saying? They're just considered Asian. Latin people are the only ones who are differentiated just by skin color. Latin people are the only ones who are differentiated by just being more Africanized and being more Anglonized or Europeanized. You know what I'm saying? And there goes more confusion because if you have an Africanized Latin person here, they're going to go Let's say they want to get more woke or whatever the case is. They go to the, you know, they become pro-black or whatever, but their culture is not that. Their identity might somewhat be that, but it's not that. You feel what I'm saying? Whatsoever, their culture is not that. Latin people have a very unique set of, uh, set of cultures. Very different cultures. A lot, of, a lot of our cultures are extremely connected to Africa. Don't get me wrong with that. Extremely connected to Africa, but we're very different in a lot of ways. Very different in a lot of ways. Same one with a Latin person being more Anglo. They're not fully Europeanized. It's very unique cultures. Yes, that Anglo person might just adopt the European lifestyle, but end of the day, in the end of the day, they have a very unique culture that they have to get a part of. You know what I'm saying? That goes with more confusion. And part of white supremacy is being confused. That's part of what white supremacy is. If you don't understand white supremacy, you'll just be further confused. That's what Nelly Fuller said. I'm just going by the code book. That's all I'm doing. I'm going by the code book. Now, who should be 
considered, you know, their own race as part of being Latin. Does it mean that you speak Spanish? That's that what qualifies you? No, not whatsoever. Just be, uh, if your parents go to South America, the Caribbean or whatever, I mean, the, you know, DRPR or Central America, and they have you, does that mean you are that certain race? And I'm just assuming that Latin people become their own race. You know what I'm saying? I'm just assuming that. So let's just, for argument's sake, let's just say Latin is a race, right? All right. So should they be considered their own race? No, not whatsoever. So how can we classify a Latin person, Latin people as a race? And how does that quantify it? How does that mean quantified? The way I see it, again, is my opinion. I could be completely fucking wrong, but again, it's my opinion. The way we should quantify it is if you're born by people who are from Latin America, Central America, and the two Caribbean countries who share connections with Latin America, right? You, if your parents were born there and they could trace the indigenous bloodline to that country and to the indigenous people who were there, then you consider Latin. Then you're considered Latin. The same way how there's white people who are born in Africa and who are considered African, but they're not black. You feel what I'm saying? Black is his own race. Black is his own race. You could be, you know, Haitian. Oh, you're considered black, right? You could you could be Jamaican. You're considered black. You could be non from uh, not from um, Africa whatsoever, and you're born in Europe and have like I don't know ten generations away from it. You're considered black, right? And who makes that distinction? White supremacy does. White supremacy does. White supremacy makes that distinction of who's black and who's white. Basically, who's non-white. White supremacy has always said white people on top, everybody else is at the bottom. That's what that's what white supremacy has done. That's what white supremacy always have done, right? White's on top, that never moves. Everybody else is at the bottom. They've always done that. And they continue on doing it. They still continue on doing that. So, what about Latin people being their own race? Well, there are talks about that on the 2020 census. It's a lot of pushback, but there are talks about that. And I believe Latin people should be their own race because all this confusion will stop. Because well, call it whatever we're gonna be called, we're still gonna be our own race and we're still gonna be non-white. Regardless if Latin people are more Anglo, you're still non-white. Doesn't really matter, you're still non-white. Because that skin color just basically proves your ancestors been raped. But that's for another time. Um and or if you're a more Africanized Latin person, you're still Latin. And I'm here just assuming that Latin is classified as a race now. You know, just me for argument purposes. So yes, I believe that Latin people should be their own race. And because we have a very unique experience. We have a very unique way that white supremacy deals with us. Very unique. On the racial bracket, we're just one bracket away from black folks. Just one. Always. Black folks has always been at the bottom, no matter what. We're just one bracket away. Does that make us any worthy of anything? No. We're still under white supremacy. We're still under that system. We're still being marginalized. We're still being abused killed the same way 
There's a lot of stories right now of ICE just going in there and raiding homes. You feel what I'm saying? Just like back in the day when they used to lynch Latin people. A whole mob would just form and take and, you know, get a pickup truck and take a bunch of Latin people out. And these are just regular folks out in the street will take Latin people out of their own homes, drive them to the border and, and kick them out. And they will actually use that, some people as target practice, as they're running to the other side of the border, they will use them as target practice. Kids, mothers carrying kids, fathers. You feel what I'm saying? So yes, we have a very unique experience. We have the same experience as black folks which I always keep on saying, there's nothing different between the black experience and the Latin experience when it comes to white supremacy. Obviously, there's a lot of unique differences. Don't, don't, don't crucify me here. You know what I'm saying? I obviously know there's a lot of unique differences, but in the cusp of everything, there's not whatsoever. Under white supremacy, we're all treated the same. We're all seen as one big nigga. That's all it is. Regardless of who disagrees with it, we all see it. You know what I'm saying? There's white supremacists that see Eric Garner being choked, which is an illegal chokehold, but Eric Garner being choked on film and still say the officer did nothing wrong. There's people out here seeing, um, uh, seeing, you know, hearing videotapes of Trayvon Martin pleading for help to stop George Zimmerman and they're still saying well you don't know that he should have never attacked you know what I'm saying so it doesn't matter what people say let's get the biases off and actually start seeing shit you feel what I'm saying that's what we gotta do and if you guys disagree with me guess what I'm open for comments I'm open to, for critiques just let me know I do not mind having a conversation. All right? Well, that's the show. Remember, guys, hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, Radical underscore Latino underscore, and I'm going to catch you guys later.